This portion of the show is brought to you by Namarco's Pizza. Order online at namarcospizza.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. Hey everyone, welcome. Jeff Orbitz here. Happy to be here with you today. Uh, Mark Howitz here with me. I'm laughing at his email to the city of Flagstaff. He, um, what'd you say? You tell them to have sustainability go out there and plow the roads because they, they're like crap still. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, the roads are in such bad condition. You know, they haven't cleared them, they haven't sent out the front loaders to get the intersections cleared or anything. Yeah. And meanwhile, the city's spending 5% of their budget on sustainability. So I said, hey, take those 11 employees, teach them how to operate the snow plows the heavy equipment, or at least maintain it so that when we have a, a labor shortage, because the snowplow guys work night and day and they oh, get man, exhausted. They're, they're, they're busting it, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. busting And they need a break. Well, get these sustainability employees off their butt and teach them to do something <laughs> worthwhile at the city instead of oh, oh, no, creating no, no, problems. Only if they're using um, sail-powered or electric-powered plows, right? right. Have you seen, <laughs> I've seen a lot of those, right? Sail-powered plows, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, just yeah Rob Wilson was talking about this yesterday about the recycling, uh, that they had to, they're having to hire, uh, buy a new truck, a diesel truck, I yeah. guess. And, but they, they couldn't find an electric one. Big surprise, right? <laughs> to haul all the recycling down to Phoenix because you can't process it up here, of oh course. Oh, my gosh. Round and round we go, right? All right, we got a busy show for you. The Senate passed, I'm talking U.S. Senate, a bill to, my notes say, find Ukraine. That's probably about right because most of our senators probably don't even know where Ukraine where the is. Heck is Ukraine? <laughs> they should have to find it on a map before they vote, um, they vote to send money to it. But anyway, they voted to fund Ukraine some more. Uh, we'll talk about that primary election date changes in Arizona. This is a big one. And yep. we were verifying f- some stuff as we were coming on here. Plus shocking. If you, if you subscribe to talkwithjeff.com, absolutely shocking, utterly shocking. Inflation came in quote unquote, hotter than expected. Once again, hotter than expected. And yeah. Trump said Russia can just nuke NATO. We don't care about them anymore. No, you want to add that to the list too. Yeah, we're adding okay, that to the so list. we're going to add that to the list. So the world continues to be in a state of chaos. Uh, but we're going to talk some local stuff, some school stuff here in just a second. If you want to get your kids out of the uh, government school um, and maybe help a private school. I've okay. got CC Stanley maybe coming up. There's a bill actually before the legislature right now, 1354, yeah. that'll make your private school a little more government. We'll oh. get to that as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's that'll turn out great. I hope that doesn't make it through. That's exactly what we tried to um, escape uh, from the public schools. All right. If you're uh, looking for a new trailer, we're talking flatbed trailers, cargo trailers, dump trailers, uh, check out American Trailer Company just north of Flagstaff, right there on 89. Take 89 north of the mall, and you'll see their huge yard with a ton of inventory out there. You don't have to go down to Phoenix. In fact, uh, they're always about the same price, even lower than Phoenix. Saves you a, a huge trip down there, plus you're dealing with a company in northern Arizona, a veteran-owned company. I may add, no city sales tax because it's north of the city. Uh, great customer service, I know, because I bought a, a dump trailer from them um, just at the end of last year. Go out there, American Trailer Company, and check out their website and their inventory is all up there, americantraileraz.com. That's americantraileraz.com. Okay, let's talk some education stuff before we get into all the other. And the Putin interview, I started watching that finally. Oh, yeah, Tucker Carlson and Putin. Yeah, that's a very long interview with a very long history lesson. We'll get to that. Uh, Cece Stanton's with us. She's the operations and admissions coordinator with Flagstaff Christian School. Um, and there's a, there's an event coming up to try to help raise some money to build a new school. They've grown tremendously. Cece, how are you doing today? Hi, good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Um, and I th- seems like, and for full disclosure, I have kids that go to Flagstaff Christian School, and Mark I have one as well. Has one as well, and um, 
seems like it's going good for you guys too, because a lot of people have decided to uh, move on over to Flagstaff Christian School and make a change from uh, you know charter and public schools. Absolutely, yes. We've been very blessed the past few years with enrollment for sure. Yeah, it's grown. I, I called it growing pains, uh, but in a, go, a good way, especially during COVID, a lot of people were, learned what their kids were learning, I guess, um, you know, through virtual education, and all that. And their eyes were opened <laughs> and they're like, I can't have, I, I need to get my kids into a, a different school. So give us the history of, of Flagstaff Christian School real quick. Yeah, sure. So absolutely. Um, so Flagstaff Christian School started out as Flagstaff Community Christian School back in 2005. Um, and then around about 2013, um, we did make a change. So we just, uh, dropped off that community part of it. So we're just Flagstaff Christian school now. Um, but in 2005, we started with about 16 students. Um, and now as of today, we're at nearly 400 students across three different campuses. So we're, we're amongst three churches that we have to, to lease space from in order to continue to grow, um, and, and, get all of those wonderful Christian students um, someplace to go to school. Um, yeah, six, that 16? It, you know, more of a traditional education. C- 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 16 students in 2005 to 400, Correct. you said, in 2020. Right. So, I, I, pardon me, I, I went to public that's school. Serious that's, 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 that's some serious <laughs> inflation there in a, in yeah, a less than 20-year yeah, period. Yeah, 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 big numbers for sure. So, um, yeah, when I started with the school in August of 2020, um, doing, you know, the job that I'm doing now is, is doing admissions for Flagstaff Christian School. Um, we were about 150 students at that time. Um, so since then, you can see, you know, the numbers have not only have, you know, pretty much over doubled what we were at that, at that point. Um, so just in that short period of time, because we kept, we opened our doors in August of 2020. Um, we did outdoor classrooms to, to help minimize that spread of COVID. Um, but we weren't too scared of it. Um, so we didn't mask, we didn't social distance. Um, we didn't require any immunizations. Um, how many students, how many stuff, students so. died? You didn't mask, you didn't vaccinate. None. We none had none. Died. Zero. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I, I, you know, we've, we've been there since COVID and we homeschooled right. for a year, which I think a lot of people yep. did. And we are like, we didn't really know there was, I think that's the problem is people don't know there's options out there. And I think with the, Things converged during COVID because the legislature also passed the ESA plan on the tail end of that, that allows people to use state funding, taxpayer dollars to direct their money, I might add, their own money, their own money to direct <laughs> their kids to school, their choices, the tax credits that Mark's talked a lot about. Um, are people, because you're going from a lot of families probably, well, let, I don't want to make assumptions here, but were a lot of families in the public or and or charter schools or was the new influx uh, people that were coming from like homeschoolers, for example. I mean, where, where were these people, where were the kids coming from? Yeah. Um, I would say on average, they do a lot does come from public, but more so we do see a lot, um, either that, have, you know, are transitioning into Flagstaff. So even new families, but, um, you know, we do get, uh, probably about 25% from public school. I would say another 25% from homeschool. Um, and then we get, you know, another 10 to 15 percent coming from other uh, parochial schools um, in the area okay. um, or, you know, throughout Arizona, like I said, that are, are moving up to Flagstaff. So and um, it's not without the ESA or the tax credits, people have to come up with this money 
on their own. I mean, the public school, you just, you show up, you register, right? You're good. You're good to go. There's not the fee side of this. How has the tax credits have been there for a long time? And Mark, you were asking about the potential of these tax credits possibly going away or the, what are they called? The yeah, so the STOs, uh, the, the STOs, yep, the state tax mm-hmm. credits. The uh, legislature and even some of the Republicans are looking at ditching those because they say the ESA program has replaced it. But I would argue that's not the case because, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but FCS school, all these other private schools still benefit from the tax credits, even if all the For students sure. are on the ESA program. Right, right, and we have uh, we still have a large majority of our student body of our families that are using those tax credits. Um, And we do have a lot that use ESA as well, but we still get, because we not only do we get the, you know, that funding from what the families bring in through their STOs, but it's also corporate donations that we get into our general fund. So it's, it's not just what the families apply for. Um, So the more that we have on STO, the more that we get from those, from those organizations um, overall. One of the things that uh, representative Republican representative David Cook said last time he was on the show was he wanted to cut out the corporate STOs, just eliminate those. Yeah. As yeah. part of the budget. And for this Mark year. and I did a little bit of a double take um, and, yeah. s- and said that we kind of echoed what you just said, CC, which is you, there's still a big need for that. It is absolutely. And um, we do rely a lot on those STOs and, and those state tax credits. Um, and those organizations are wonderful organizations to work with and they really have not only you know benefited our families but our school overall and i would really hate to lose that funding um it would really i think hurt us tremendously for sure um we'll relay that because i think think they need to hear that and there might not they might think the esa was the all encompassing solution for this it is for some people but it's also under attack from um, Governor Hobbs. She's really been going right. after uh, trying to eliminate the ESA or bring it back to where it was, which was very minimal. Yeah, it's an important right. time right now to contact your legislature, legislature and say, hey, we need both the ESAs and the, the state tax credits. We need to keep those in place because the Republicans are inclined to ditch some of the STOs, the tax credits. Yeah. As part of this budget mm-hmm. deal coming up. All right. Uh, yeah. Cece stands with us. She's the operations and admission coordinator with Flagstaff Christian School. I, I put a post up and you can go there right now if you want to help out here in building a new school. And that's what we're going to talk about next. You go to talkwithjeff.com and right under right now, who do we, we've got Carrie Lake's interviews right there. And then right under that Jeff's top news picks like Seth Christian school, raising money to build a new school. If you're in a position to maybe help out, there's a gala coming up to try to get funds to, to build a new school. Cause unlike the public school, they can get funds from the state and they're going to build a nice new school. You guys, you have money for admissions and stuff and all operations have to come out of that. There's probably not a lot left over to try to build a new school, Cece. That's correct. Yeah, we don't, you know, what we take in intuition um, is it does cover the, you know, the students, their needs um, and the overhead, you know, for our teachers and, and our leases with the three churches that we're part of. Um, and so, yeah, there really isn't a lot of anything left over for us to, to save, to build. Yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, what this first um, annual gala is for. It's a gala and silent auction on February 24th. Um, so it's coming up quickly. However, there's still plenty of, you know, opportunities available to become part of that event. Um, and 
We we're right now. I'm at um, a million dollar goal, so we're we're at eight hundred thousand. So we're just a few hundred thousand short of that million dollar goal for this school year. Um, and our overall plan in the next uh, uh, four years um, is to get up to that is to get up to five million dollars. Okay. Um, so that's our our overall. Um, forward development so that okay so this will help in that the um um, silent auction and and it's gala and silent auction i have a link Mm -hmm. at talkwithjeff.com if anyone's in a position to help out and you know this is really paying it forward down the road here for for future kids i don't know if our kids will will get in there (laughs) because it's going to take you a little time (laughs) i mean if you get to that five million dollar mark um uh level as mark and i know uh i don't think you're there yet even because that's a deposit. That's baby. yeah. What, what's I mean? It's probably ten, <laughs> right. tens of millions to build a new school and get land. Well, and this and yeah, that. especially here in Flagstaff, um, with the, yeah. <laughs> the price of real estate and land. Um, so it does make it you know a, a little bit more difficult. So even you know even if it's not a monetary donation, you know if somebody has land that they can donate, you know we're looking for you know up to ten acres. Um, and and the other problem is is we are trying to stay central. Um, in that fourth street corridor, kind of where we live now, mm. um, or nearby, um, just because we have families that come from all over Northern Arizona. So from Williams, from Munns Park, you know, out East and Doney, um, farther North than, than Snowball. So they come from all over. Um, and so, you know, we do need to try to stay centrally located for our families Yeah, it, for, and the convenience. Isn't there an old public school that like, they don't need it anymore? I mean, I seen the public <laughs> school numbers like for FUSD and they seem to be going down every year. You know, you think they just right. sell, yeah. sell a building. <laughs> no, were you the same, the Christian school that was meeting at, uh, was Flagstaff Middle School or was that a different Christian school? Uh, the one on, uh, Bonito. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We used to share that with, um, Flagstaff Junior Academy. Okay. Um, back in the day. Um, yeah. so that was, yeah, back when we kind of were first starting out. Um, and then as we continued to grow, you know, we adapted, um, and we moved into some other facilities that were, um, had, you know, the room for us to grow in. Um, and, and then we just keep, adding churches at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, but our biggest complex, you know, our biggest problem right now is, um, our, with our sports programs, we don't have our own gym. We don't have our own field. Um, so that's kind of the, where we'd like to put our foundation is, is with those and then building the school from there. But, you know, anything that comes in donation wise, if it's a, if it's a commercial building, if it's land, we're going to make it work. Um, so all right. Well, hey, if, if somebody's out there and can help out, even, you know, a huge way like that, that's a big way. Mark might have 10 acres, but I'm not aware of. <laughs> nope. <I'm laughs> no. Um, but even if it's just going to the gala coming up um, on February, give me that date once again. Yes, February 24th. February 24th. I've got a at link. 5 at 5 p.m. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got a link at talkwithjeff.com. You can get individual seats. You can get tables. There's a lot of different options there. Again, go to talkwithjeff.com. Scroll down a little bit uh, right under that uh, lake interview. You'll see the headline and uh, go ahead and click that and, and grab a couple tickets. Um, I, I know I'll be there. I don't know if Mark. No, if I was wondering, is the uh, silent auction, is that available online as well? Or do you have to be there in person? or? Mm-hmm. No, it's just an in-person okay. right now. Um, yeah, where you know, unfortunately, those some of those programs do cost money. They take a percentage, and so we're trying yeah. to keep as much of that in our own pocket um, as possible. Obviously, okay. Um, 
All right. So yeah, it's a big raise though that I'm pushing for. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, Cece, hey, we, we appreciate it and we wish you the best of luck there and um, we'll see you there. And I hope everybody goes to talk with Jeff.com. We'll talk with you soon. All right. Thanks guys. Okay. Thank you. you. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah. go. It's right there. It's right there. Talk with Jeff.com. Just scroll a little bit down if you want to get a seat there. Um, I plan on, I know Angela and I plan on going and uh, I'm sure you'll see other people, you know, there as well. All right, Mark, uh, let's start the email. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. Let's get to, I don't know, which one should we hit on here? The Senate? And Ukraine, uh, well, we can talk wanna, real quick. So I want to talk real fast about that Senate bill 1354, which is right now in the education committee at the legislature. Okay. Let's come back and hit on that. That's the one where they're trying to, um, it, it looks really benign. Okay. But it's got some subtle things in it. Okay. Let's hit on that. When we come back, we'll get into the Senate bill, uh, on Ukraine. We'll get into the inflation. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Tucker Carlson interview as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't forget about my good friends at Timberline Firearms and Training. Uh, Rob Wilson was on yesterday did a great job as usual check that interview out um go check out timberline firearms and training as well five minutes north of the flagstaff mall right there in 89 uh indoor shooting range which is really nice right now with all the snow cozy cozy and and warm in there uh they've got firearms they've got ammunition they got liberty safes plus a ton of training courses for you from you know introduction stuff to kind of middle of the road all the way up to uh you know expert stuff and tomorrow's uh valentine's day you can still take your sweetheart out there and shoot a full auto it is arizona day to tomorrow you remember it's arizona day arizona day yeah what valentine's is day oh is that what it yeah, is or statehood day oh is it is yeah, that yeah. tomorrow that's tomorrow february 14th i already put okay. my okay. i put up my arizona flag in front did of you my do house. that uh, mine's right behind you so that's yeah. about about what we're doing arizona all right day. head on out arizona day go out to timberline firearms and training and uh and and practice your second amendment hang tight back in a minute Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Before you make an auto glass claim, I want you to call Diamond Auto Glass first. Here's why. Because most insurance companies, they use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. When you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to stop by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible, because repairing a chip will stop it from spreading and save you from a costly windshield replacement. It doesn't take very long, and if you've had glass coverage from Diamond Auto Glass in the past, it's included as part of your warranty. Call Diamond Auto Glass at 9 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com here with me love your comments talk with jeff at icloud.com okay what's this is a bill down at the arizona legislature that you've been tracking okay what is it it's senate bill uh, 1354 and it's basically saying it seems like it's benign it's saying that a private school has to inform parents about what services they're offering for their disabled child if a child has a learning disability the school has to be forced to give them a paper saying this is what we're going to offer your student Sounds good. But the problem is, is more state oversight. And they've slipped some really benign looking language in here that um, 
it says, I've got this report. This is coming from the uh, Love Your School League, which puts out uh, emails yeah. about... Uh, I think we may have had well. them on before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Senate Bill 1354 requires private schools to accept and serve students based on their public school IEP or 504 plan. Uh, these documents are contracts between a public school and a parent. Why should a private entity be bound to a contract between two other parties if it's not affiliated with? Um, it would also force thousands of ESA parents to go and get 504 plans and IEPs updated um, to get services. So it's, and I read the bill and I was like, wow, it looks really benign. But, you know, they always link this section to that section and they put this wording yeah. in there. And what I did is I looked at the sponsors and it's heavily Democrat sponsored. Yeah, that's bill. concerning. It's, yep. I think you're hitting on something where the ESA is, is, is a great thing, Mark, but it does open a door for politicians to start saying, we should have oversight. Right. We should have control. We should have oversight. We should have control. And then they kind of get their toe in the door. And the next thing you know, it's, it's the public school. Yep. So then you got to make a decision someday. Do I take any money? No, we don't take state money, ESA money, this or that. I could see this coming in 10, 15 That's, years or something. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you have exclusive private schools that, because they, the, the, the left and the anti-private school folks or the, you know, well, a lot of the left sends their kids to private school, but sending, <laughs> sending somebody who maybe doesn't have the resources uh, somebody that doesn't have the resources can't send their kids because they can't come up with the money. So then it does become something for the elite. And then the people on the left and the right can send their kids to the private schools. But hey, you don't have the funds, so you go to the crappy government yeah, it's school. It's the same thing the feds do to us. They take our tax dollars and they yep. say, we'll give it back to you if if, if this, yeah, if that, X, if Y, Z. Yep. And that's what they're pushing to do with the ESA program. Uh, and yep. they're gonna, you're going to see a lot of these little bills, I, I'm guessing, and make little changes and that are cumulatively turning your private school back into a public school. Yeah. And kind of what happened to charter schools were supposed to be the solution to the, you know, government run public schools mm -hmm. in a way. And it quickly became just an extension of the public school. Yep. In my opinion, most charter schools, oh, it is. it's just, it is. it's just the same thing. It's just maybe a little more, maybe the, smaller, a little more niche type the of thing. The only change the ESA needs is an adjustment for inflation factor. So families can get more money as yeah. inflation goes well, up. Yeah. As the public schools get more money. Yeah. That backpack of money that you talk about mm -hmm. should follow the kid to the private school or to the homeschool or wherever the kid's going to school, get his education. Yeah. But right now the ESA is fixed at a, a new, a number that's not adjusted for inflation. Yeah. Or if it is, it's very, it's not keeping it's not, up. It's not yeah. keeping up. I had Tom Horn talking about that superintendent public right. because he's actually pro, um, ESA. Uh, private schools, ESA, sure. even though he's the public school administrator, but there is a slight adjustment, but it's not enough. It's, it's not, not enough. It's not keeping up. And they always say the ESAs are draining the public schools. And I looked at the numbers again, you know, the state kicks in about $7,600 yeah. uh, to education in public schools. About another 7,000 comes from local funds, mm -hmm. your local school district. So about 14,000 altogether. Yeah. But they like to break it apart and like, oh, they're getting all the state money. We're not, but you're getting all the local money. When you're the public school, you get yeah. all those tax, They're getting, uh, the property tax gets money. The state money and the local. Yeah, they get the both. The ESA only gets the state it money. It gets the state money, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, watch what they're doing down there. Because, you know, even even some well-intentioned Republicans uh, have decided, hey, the STO should go away. Yep. Just because they really, I, I would hope weren't educated on the impacts of, of getting rid of that. All right. That's right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, if uh, you want to buy some physical gold and silver, call Desert Gold Exchange. Justin is a family-run company. They're going to take really good care of you. Tell them I sent you. Mention a Jeff Orvitz show. They'll treat you like gold. They'll send you a free investor's kit. Uh, you're going to get more physical gold and silver from Desert Gold Exchange because they keep their overhead low. 
They pass the savings on to you. Plus, they have the lowest fees and commissions out there, guaranteed. Call them up, 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Go to desertgoldexchange.com. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by the Rodeo Steakhouse in Williams. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. You know, let's go with this and so I can get this off of my desk here. Um, Rob, we were actually going to cover this yesterday with Rob Wilson, Mark. He had in his hands the 2020. Now, this, don't get excited. Your blood pressure needs to stay low. I know, I know. I think that this job is causing high blood pressure. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or it could be my very nature, Mark. It could be your nature. It could be my nature. So anyway, uh, this isn't going to cost anything for the taxpayers to have to reprint all this I stuff know, right? and reprint. Postage it. Look at this thing. That all just went out in the mail. It literally thing. just arrived at my house this today. Uh, no, we didn't get any mail yesterday. We got yeah. mail the day before. Oh, well, you didn't get mail. That's right, because the city hasn't plowed your street. Right. But you don't want them to plow the street. We want small government, and but I'd like not to pay the taxes, and so I could pay to plow my own street. Yeah, I'm fine buying a piece right. of equipment if you give me my tax. Yeah, give me the tax. Mark will. Mark will plow. Look, city, if you can't handle plowing. And actually, I literally do plow the front the street know, in front of I my know, house. I know. Literally. If you can't handle the plowing, that's fine. We we can do this. Just less taxes. Yes. You know, we're. I, I get it. You're not able to handle what you what you've got, and that's it's it's a parent drive out there. They, the roads used to get plowed, and then I don't know what happened the past few years, but oh, somebody took over or something. It's just it's different. I guarantee you, there's right? not a council person with bad snow on their streets right oh, now. Oh, yeah, you know it. You know it. Okay, so I got this this scroll from the Coconino County Elections Department. I don't know if the Alliance helped with this, but honestly, let me just give you a hint on like information and trying to get it out there. Someone who's in the information business here, less is more. Right. Less is more. <laughs> this is like nobody's reading this. Everybody's got this. It's, it's four pages double-sided of... It's, stuff. it's way too much information. This is crazy, guys. It's double-paged, all-color, lists, graphs, charts. Don't. The Alliance is not helping you here. Anyway, they sent this out with all the election dates, and they're all, they're all wrong now. <laughs> they're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they know? Okay, now they... Actually, made, they're not all wrong. I think the presidential okay, preference okay. election okay. is still correct. Let me, let's, let's be correct here, because we'll get a... Two-thirds are wrong. Yeah, a, a certain percentage of this is in, inaccurate. And there's way too much stuff there, county. I'm sure all the counties are sending this stuff out. Oh, yeah. Maybe there was a, a deadline that they had to send it out by. I'll be fair. Sure. But I wonder, you know... We had Senator Wendy Rogers on just last week. She was, I think she was the chair of that committee or something, and she was pushing to correct the election dates. There's some kind of big snafu. I, I got to be honest, I really didn't understand so the, what the, was going on, but what they needed to did. correct something. Go ahead. They're trying, when you do your mail-in ballot, there's supposed to be somebody verifying signatures, and in the past, they've done a really bad job of it. But if they catch it's a shocking. signature that doesn't look like it's yours compared to your driver's license, yeah. whatever, they're supposed to call you. And But Wendy Rogers said, hey, look, some people... Work all week, and they're not going to get your phone call. Oh, that, that's shocking. Really? Shocking. So huh. the new rule is they have to stay open on weekends after the election 
so they can still call people to try to verify their ballots correct. Okay. Okay. So then if the val- if it looks like the signature is bad, the voters have to have a time period to go in and say, no, that's actually my signature. Count my ballot. And so what all this does is basically moves the primary back a little bit. So there's more time to fix problems as a result of mail-in ballots. Okay. And they, they fix this and they must've done it under like an emergency supermajority, and the governor signed it, which is shocking. Uh, I don't think it's emergency because August is far enough out. Um, oh, because there's usually a thir- yeah, 30 day time. or 90 no, day. No, it's at least 90, okay. maybe more. Okay. So and I put this up at talkwithjeff.com. Again, you should subscribe to that. Um, she signed a law. It moves the primary date from August 6th to July 30th. Right. Moves back about a week. Yeah. So what that also does, though, is the voter registration deadline, contrary to this very long, way too much information mailer we got from Coconino so County Elections gonna, Department. If you're going to register to vote or change political parties, that's all been moved back a week. Yes. So you have to register to vote. Um, the deadline changed from... Basically, you have to be a month before... Yeah. The voter registration deadline is changing to July 1st and ballots will now be mailed out by July 3rd. So everything got pushed forward. And then like Mark said, the the elections people now have to work on the weekends to the weekend right at the election after the election to accommodate. If Mark calls, someone someone calls and says, Mark, your signature looks funky. You need to verify this. Yep. Going on the weekend, supposedly. Right. Okay, good. Well, and, and just please County, just when you reprint this, just put the pertinent information real big and just fewer words. Yes. Do like a Twitter rule here or something, you know, and, and that way, because people just don't have time we're, we're, we get so much crap. I know you're really proud and it's like, Oh, I subscribed to the Alliance and I got this thing and it looks so good. And cause that was a big thing. They were well, saying hey, the Alliance was going to help get information out there and make it better. And it's this like is the Alliance that we're subscribing. We're paying money to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Other States get it and they pump money into the elections. Yeah, yeah. We don't want that either, but yeah, I don't know if this came from the Alliance, but I would say that our subscription fees, if that's the case. Well, um, it's a very beautiful should, piece should, of uh, junk mail. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, they, the, the they, rule here's the rule with with political mailers, junk mail, is as you're throwing it into the trash. No, or, your biomass oh, starter. Oh, yeah, sorry, um, sustainability department. As we're throwing it into your beautiful recycle bin that has to get thrown into the big diesel truck and driven down to Phoenix to get recycled, <laughs> you need to be able to get the basic pertinent information in those few seconds while yes. it's just scanning into your brain. So as I'm looking at it, election is... What did we say it was? July um, 30th. Yeah, 30th. <laughs> July 30th of the election. Shh, trash. Yep. That's, 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 all, you that's need all you need to do. You all can right. send a postcard. Save some money. Send a postcard. Yes. Or don't send anything. Does, I mean, do people know where the election is? How if can you, you not know where the election vote, is? If you care enough How to can you not know where the ele- when the election <laughs> is? It's like, oh, so luckily I got this mailer um, eight months before. How far are we out? Months right. and months before so I can put it on my fridge and save it which angela tells me nobody does anymore no anyway uh deadline is coming up to change your party if you want to vote in the presidential preference election then it's not worth it by february 20 it's 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 trump it's trump and and whoever the democrats insiders choose to be there yeah yeah, okay did you hear my um my presumptions yesterday on the show i did not i caught part of the show but i didn't catch everything um there was this wall street journal interview with are the smartest vice president ever, Kamala Harris, right? Oh, brother. <laughs> I, my, I have family. She is the, I have families that Democrats, and I, I, I called the vice president a dimwit. She's and, the one and, person and that they, I would they prefer took to, to have that. Biden in office. I, I know, her. I know. Yeah, Even she, though, did you see him wandering oh, around the stage? 
He's so got Biden, Biden was, um, it was yesterday or earlier today, was with another foreign leader. Can't remember which one. And he, the, the other foreign leader came up and Biden's wandering around, like with his head down, like just kind of like stumbling, kind of, he was looking for the X. The, the ta- he, couldn't find his, X? he couldn't find his spot. <laughs> and um, not to jump subjects here, but I've, I've started to watch Tucker Carlson's interview with um, Putin. And what, no matter what you think of Tucker Carlson, whatever you think of Putin, um, watching Putin and watching other world leaders, you can see why the world is taking advantage of the United States of America. Yes. Uh, despite the propaganda that was coming out that Putin was going to be dead two years ago in the beginning of the war with Ukraine, like of cancer, of this, of that, he's crazy. The guy's sharp. He is so sharp. I mean, he recited like history. He's like in 806. I mean, it was long, but he was trying to give history of Ukraine and why he thinks they have a right to that area. And he's going by date, date, leader, this person, this war. He went for 30 minutes. Yeah. A thousand year history. (laughs) Thousand year history. I mean, he started off with the Mongol, you know, the the, the, Mongols, um, yeah. um, um, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Yeah. And it's just like. (laughs) And brought it up to present day. Biden can't even make a 48 second commercial. Um, about inflation. Yesterday we played his Super Bowl, you know, spot where he could, he, there was like 83 cuts in 43 seconds to get the, it was awful while he talks about the price of ice cream has gone up and shrinkflation. Well, at what point are they going to use AI to take Biden's younger voice? They better do it quick. And start just making commercials without even using him, just yeah. using AI. They better do it pretty quick. So anyway, then Kamala Harris came out, I think it was yesterday over the weekend, Wall Street Journal. She said she's ready to lead. It was like, and I saw this as she's she's trying to jump in. She realizes she if she doesn't become president at this point through Biden getting out, she's never, she's never going to be president she because no she's, she's not very bright. Um, so, But you saw a list of five others. Fox News had, yep. had it, I believe. Yeah, they uh, talk, any, they're talking about the top five likely people to replace Biden. Because yeah. Biden is going away. He has got such bad dementia, it's it's impossible. Maybe. You know, when I watched Putin, Maybe. I was like, yeah, Tucker Carlson asked Putin, have you met with Biden? And Putin said no. And I'm like, oh, good, thank God. <laughs> can you imagine, how, what kind of summit can you have between one of the sharpest leaders in the world yeah. and a dementia president? Yeah. And it's, it's I mean, really sad. Yeah, and, and, or President Xi. I know he's met with it, but that, that he's, from what I see, has it together. Oh, you yeah. know, and yeah. is intelligent. You may, like I said, disagree with the policy and this and that, but you can say that throughout history, Mark, where, oh yeah, that, that person, I really didn't like their policy. Yeah, but they were very smart and they were able to conquer the other person because exactly. you, you had dimwitted leadership. I mean, yep. you know, in in the end, the 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 smart, strategically uh, minded people will, will prevail if we don't get some better people in office. And and Kamala's yep. not it. Yeah. So the Putin <laughs> interviews, I watched it on two times speed. It's an hour long, so it only takes an hour yeah. if you watch it. Translated, speed. translated, translated. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's worth it. You know, there's some propaganda in there, but oh, it really yeah. does give yeah. you Russia's perspective. You know, like we expanded NATO like crazy. You know, breaking all our deals with Russia. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We just did whatever we wanted to. Yeah. But okay, so top five people to replace Biden. Uh, Kamala, yeah, Kamala, whatever you want to call her, Kamala Harris, yeah, and, and um, Michelle Lefort. Obama, yeah. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Gavin Newsom, yeah, that's he wants it. Um, and the others that you can't Whitman name from Michigan, she's crazy, yeah, crazy. And yeah. um, what's it, Bear? Oh, I forget his name from Kentucky, the governor of Kentucky. Oh, but Bashir, Bashir, thank yeah. you, yeah. Um, which I is interesting because the fact that he just got reelected in a in a in a red state, yep. Um, 
Barely, but yes. Barely, but still, Kentucky's pretty conservative. Yep. And the fact that he got reelected, he may be the wisest choice, but nobody knows who he is. That's the problem. You've got a short time frame, and n- people know Gavin Newsom, but the, the favorables are low. People yep. know Whitmer, but sh- favorables are even lower. Um, people know Kamala Harris. People know Obama. Yes. You know, the other one, it's... Bashir has got a lot going for me. He's a sharp-looking young guy, yeah. younger guy, younger than me. You're a young guy, if you're younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> the bar. He, he is really bad. He literally sent cops around to patrol churches to see if anybody was showing up on Easter Sunday during COVID. Oh, nice. You know, taking down license plate numbers, doing surveillance on Christians showing up to church. He is, when you read about him, he's really, really bad, but the public doesn't know much about him. Yeah. And he's a sharp looking guy and he's got, what it takes to get elected in a red state as a Democrat. Yeah. So it's, I I don't know if it's going to happen. Look, I think, I think the time is getting low here. It's either Biden's going to go really quick here. Um, you know, in in a matter of weeks or a month or something, because Kamala will step up and they'll do the 25th amendment and blah, blah, blah. I doubt that that's an outside chance. Otherwise it has to go to the convention and he drops that then, but the people behind him are so bad and, and powerful powerful and um elder abuse i think they're they're holding him up <laughs> they're just holding him up because they want the power so we were talking about this the other day when biden actually does do the rare 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 press conference he's got to be pumped through full of drugs of some kind i was thinking that too, yeah because yeah. he cannot function normally any other yeah. time there's no way he can normally get up and give a speech so he's pumped full of something they're getting, yeah they're he's juiced up they're trying to keep him keep him going and um but it, it's the decline I'm watching, though, is happening more rapidly. It is. Uh, and I, I don't know how much more they can hide that. So I, that's why I think, and I don't know, this is very outside, but I think Kamala may make a play here. Uh, but we'll so, see. Because her political career is over, and she's, we'll have to look up her age, but she, she's got you know a lot of life ahead of her, probably. What she's she do? What yeah. she do at this point? I mean, it's like a Dan Quayle thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, and we talked about this on the show before. If Biden steps down out of the race before the convention, mm-hmm. then the 4,000-ish delegates can vote for whoever, and okay. they'll probably have multiple votes and yeah. pick somebody. If he steps down after the convention, then the 435 Democrat insiders that really control the party just pick whoever they They can want. just pick whoever they think yep. would be best to win that. All right. Love your thoughts. Do you think uh, Biden's all the way here, or do you think that's... Um there's there's something like Kamala Harris trying to step in or, or something else at the convention. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, Glenn Lee's the WT Wealth Management. would love to chat with you about your portfolio and uh, do a, an evaluation of what you got going on. You can do a woke a mitigation portfolio review as well. Make sure you don't got any crazy companies in your portfolio. Get a second set of eyes. You know, especially if you're getting near retirement and you got the time factor going here, uh, make sure you're, you're set up right. Call Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show
The stock market, <laughs> excuse me, the stock market was not happy today, Mark. Now, what upset the stock market today? Yeah. I don't know. The fact that inflation continues to be, quote unquote, hotter than expected. And they keep telling us it's, this was like when inflation was transitory. Now, obviously, it's gone down a bunch yeah, since that point. It's not but, 10% that it was. But yeah, it's still cranking at 3.9% year over year. 3.1% uh, if, if you strip out food and energy, which is interesting because that's usually that bumps it up. But right, I think we're due for even more inflation in a couple months because I think energy costs are going to go up. And right now we're getting these lower numbers with energy costs being down, especially fuel, gasoline, yep. and housing has, oil. has plateaued. Had, housing has plateaued and come down in, in some respects. Um, but in this, in the CPI, uh, is it, the they don't have housing in they don't have um, sales of housing in there. They have rentals, hmm. um, and rentals are still cranking up, but not as much. That is definitely yeah, uh, started to, started to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the numbers are, are way up um, still because think about it: three point one or three point nine percent, almost four percent inflation. That's on top of everything that's plateaued. So I, I want to break that down next hour uh, because some of these numbers are staggering when it comes to like uh, bottled drinks and things are like 20, I think it was like 20% increase, mm -hmm. you know, and, and things are just absolutely spiking. And as Biden said, and he's got it right to a degree, there is massive shrinkflation that's happened in the product sizes. But what he's got wrong is what caused it. And he thinks that there's just some cabal of evil corporate food people coming out saying, hey, Jeff, the corporations are out to get yeah, rich they're and they're sticking to the consumer. Yeah. Biden is right as always. Yeah, of course. But they really just can't, they can only raise the prices so much at any given time and yeah. their yeah. input costs have gone way up. Yep. So they shrink things down a little bit to the try to box keep the price. Smaller, yeah. A gallon of milk is three yeah. quarters of a gallon. And Biden or his handlers would have everybody in uh, price controls if, if he could, you know, a loaf of bread will stay the same. Yep. Then nobody will make a loaf of bread. And we kind of do that already with milk and a few other items in America. There's some that are. Yeah, we have down. a lot of basically price domestic controls. airfare. We can't have foreign um, <laughs> yeah, competition. Yep. Yeah. And all that. So interesting stuff. All right. We'll get to that. Plus the Senate bill for funding of Ukraine. Uh, so stick around. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. If you got any comments as well, hang tight. Back in a few. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. 
This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. Mark Howitt here with me as well. Um, what do you want to hit on? Senate? I think Senate passing the bill to fund Ukraine, as I said last hour, find Ukraine. Before you find My it, spelling. you got to find it on a map. Yeah, they should do that. Or I would suggest just go on over there and um, dig some trenches, get get in get in the mud, right? Yeah. Right? Get on it. You're so excited about this. Get on over there. You know, oh, you're too, too special. It's a senator to do that, I guess. I don't know the numbers. I feel like it's... What I heard recently was $200 billion we've already sent it between right. cash and military Equipment. weapons and yeah. everything. Yeah, probably. Probably more than that. How, we'll never you know. know. Actually, we'll never know. I heard that from Trump, so I, had, I did not fact check him. But the Europeans have sent a fraction. And Trump made the good point. And this, this all came during Trump's speech where they're uh, maligning him for saying that he's just going to let NATO go to hell. Is what mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. That was not the case. If you watch Trump's speech, it was excellent. But, um, you know, the Europeans... They, they probably got a snippet, right? They picked a yeah, snippet. Yeah, they picked a, and, and a snippet of a snippet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a snippet within a snippet of yeah. one of his diversionary, you know, discussions. Yeah. Your, Ukraine is basically part of Europe. The Europeans need to deal with this. Yeah. You yeah, know, they've sent some, but not very, not very not, much, not nearly as much as us. And so Trump made the point in his speech. He said that he he basically told NATO, "Look, if you're not going to pay your portion of military, you know, you're supposed to spend two percent of your GDP as part of NATO, each country on their military, and all the countries except America have not been doing that. We've been spending like three and a half percent. So we've been overspending. They've been underspending. Yeah. And Trump basically saying, "Look, if you're not going to pay." We're not going to defend it. Because they asked me, like, are you going to defend us if we don't pay? No. And he said, you know, Obama's like, yeah, we'll defend you anyway. Well, who is going to pay? Who's going to pay? Who's going to pay when they're getting defense anyway? They've been riding on our coattails and under the shield of America for so many um, decades. Yep. Almost said centuries. Decades that it's just normal for them. And they know we will come. Right, because we always and, do. Because we, we always have, and for, for so long, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. And I also saw Trump saying that um, if we sent money to Ukraine, it, it should, it'd it have to be a loan. Right, exactly. I mean, I'd, I'd like to know what the guarantees of that loan are as far as if they don't repay, because I don't expect they will. Yep. What do we get as far as, what do you put, what are you pledging as collateral? Well, Trump basically loan? said, hey, it's going to be a loan, yeah. and we might not even require you to pay it back unless you get in bed with another country. Like, you know, if Ukraine gets done with this war and then they like, oh, now we're going to be buddy-buddy with Russia yeah. again. Yeah. Well, we've never seen that before, right? Where right. we've helped the country and then we're fighting that country in like 10 years. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, we've uh, never, Iraq, yeah, uh, we've never seen that. Uh, <laughs> pick, pick a bunch of Central American countries. I mean, you name it. Right. You know, it's just like, and, and again, watching that Putin interview and watching Biden fumble and stumble around stages and, you know, not even be able to get through a 48-second spot you know commercial yep. during the, the 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 super bowl to talk about uh, uh shrinkflation yep it's no wonder why they're all taking advantage of, advantage of us um yeah. you would do the same thing for your country yeah. if you saw this total weak leadership that we have okay this falls under your disclaimer that we don't give financial advice but the best financial advice i ever got probably was from trump and he said you always need to be able to walk away from the deal yeah if you don't like it yeah and that's that's how it goes with nato say hey you're not upholding your part of the deal. We're walking yeah, away. We'll see you later. And get it. Make a big stink about it. Stand up. Do the yep. walk out. 
Yep. And see if they call you back in. If and not, they, say, okay, we're good. And they did during the Trump administration. Yeah. He got them yeah. to start ponying up and start paying. And right. now they're back to the, oh, it's Biden and we don't really need to pay. Yeah, we don't need to do anything. He doesn't even know what they, he doesn't even know where to stand on a stage. He's no. stumbling around a stage. I mean, come on. It's, it's just embarrassing. No, it's not just him. And he's got a, you know, really incompetent. Bunch team. of people, yeah, team around us. He, does. he yeah. does. All right, we'll get more into this. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Think about selling your home in the Flagstaff area. You know who to call. My good friend Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. You want to make sure you have a solid team behind you that has the experience and the passion to sell real estate uh, in, in the Flagstaff area and in northern Arizona. And that's Kelly Broadus. Whether you're buying, whether you're selling, she's going to be able to help you out. She puts money into these deals where... You know, she's doing the advertising. She's making sure you get the correct photos, the correct listings, making sure things are done correctly so you can get the people in there, get top dollar, get your home sold as quick as possible. Call Kelly Broadus at 888 446 5602. 888 446 5602. Was um, six, I, I believe, all but twenty-two Republicans voted against it. So, majority of Republicans even supported this thing and got it through because they needed the sixty-vote threshold to get it to get it through mm-hmm. um, in the Senate. Sixty billion dollars to support Ukraine. Uh, $14.1 billion for Israel, $9.2 billion in humanitarian assistance, and $4.8 billion to support regional partners. So we're talking um, Wait, how Taiwan. Much in humanitarian aid? 9.2. Some is for, going to Israel, some is going to Gaza. Gaza. Yeah. So here, we're going to fund both sides. Yeah, yeah, when humanitarian yeah. aid goes to Gaza, it does not go to help the children. It does not go to help the injured. No. It goes to Hamas. They buy weapons. Yep. They bomb Israel. We're funding both exactly. sides of that's, the war. That's what this guy has in it. And no, you remember what was it just last week? It might as well be a hundred years ago. There was um, money for the border in the last bill. Mm-hmm. Remember and all this other stuff. But everybody's like, don't tie it to Ukraine. You know, have a standalone vote. Still, I would have a standalone vote Ukraine. 60 billion. Yes or no? Uh, Israel, yes or no? Gaza, Gaza, yes or no? Israel, humanitarian, yes or no? Yep. Put these up all Taiwan all by itself. By itself. How hard is this stuff? What what else these people doing? You know, what do they get paid one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year for, and have all these assistants and private flights all over the place and campaign funds in the millions? You know, what are they doing? So now we're not even trying to defend our borders anymore. That's all gone. It's like. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to try to defend um, Ukraine. So Chuck Schumer. Has everybody forgotten that Biden is in bed with Ukraine way before the election, right? And so the way to get his buddies money, because this is what it's about, is you tie it to Israel. Because everybody's, you know, most Americans are pro-Israel. Most will support. Most will support Israel. And they're like, we got to get this money to Israel. Go ahead and throw the $60 billion to Biden's buddies in Ukraine. And we get money to Israel. Yep. Yep. That's what they're doing. So Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer According to this uh, article, uh, CNN celebrated passage of legislation saying in remarks on the floor, quote, it's been years, perhaps decades since the Senate passed a bill that so greatly impacts not just our uh, our national security, not just the security of our allies, but the security of Western democracy. <laughs> what a load of crap. How do these people stay in office so long? I mean, what a load of crap. If we don't send $60 billion to Ukraine, 
we're not we're not uh, supporting the security of Western democracy, apparently, because Ukraine was one of the bastions of Western democracy. Right? <laughs> I mean, we're laughing because it's such it's, a disaster. It's such a disaster. Yeah, it's embarrassing. If you need a history lesson, go listen to Putin's interview with Tucker Carlson. Sure. And there's obviously Putin propaganda in there, but, but he knows the history. He knows at least. the history. I mean, he's going through the facts. <laughs> I wonder if, if Biden could give any dates or any of his flunkies that are pulling the strings there in Washington, D.C. I want to see the president be able to find Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's pull up a map. You know, one of the, like my kids, when when your kids, like when they're little, they have those big puzzle pieces. Yep. You know, like it's we still do. It's like, (laughs) yeah. Okay. It's like a 12 piece puzzle. Yep. You know, that That. let's let's just do that. I'm not talking about a 500 piece puzzle or even a big map with, you know, 200 plus countries on there or whatever. We're, We're talking find Ukraine on this you know, little 12 piece puzzle. Can you even do that? No, he, he can't. So yeah, it's just, it's total BS here. It's going to fail. And Johnson, speaker Johnson's already said crap. Yeah. So once again, they're trying, and I, I think that we're getting, I hope we're getting to the end of the road here on the Ukraine funding thing, because let's get these two sides of the peace table resolve. What has been good. And you know, before that Putin interview, we've talked about it here on the show. There has been a long history here and there was involvement of the U S back in 14, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in that Donbass the area. Yep. Yeah. So let's get these sides to the table and stop flooding it with money. And, 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 and every time you do that, you just, you're extending the carnage at this point, you're you extending are. the carnage. And in the end, we know where this is going. Yeah, and the, we know where this is going. The war so, has basically stalled over there. If you keep up is. with it, it's yeah. turning into, you know, World War One trench. Yeah, warfare. it is. That's why I said, Schumer, you lead the way, buddy. Yep. Go over the top. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy your plane ticket. And and who else? Who's the other one? Um, um, the the Republican. Oh, Mitt Romney is well, Mitt and and the the, the, the mi- mi- minority leader. You know, McConnell. 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 Oh. I mean, this is another guy that can't string sentences together. In Washington, D.C. He needs to retire. You served your country. Thank well, go you. to Ukraine. Go I home. don't care. You served yeah. your country. Now retire. Unbelievable. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. I really appreciate everything you've done for us. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, you know, it's a lot of work being a politician. It's a lot of work being a president. But if you're not up to the job, resign. And if you've been in there too long and it's time to retire, retire. Just Why can't be the done. people of Kentucky get, you know, vote them out? Um, but... B- Bashir? Well, but not Bashir. Um, what's his name? McConnell. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I have a hard time reconciling that a state like Kentucky has McConnell and, um, and um, Rand Paul. You know, how right. do you get those two opposites? And Rand Paul was opposed to this, this funding as yeah. were like, I think it was 22 Republicans. So I, let's see what happens in the house. I, I think it's uh, DOA, but we shall see. All right. Um, inflation. Shocking. Inflation is quote unquote higher than expected again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Um, so talked about it a little bit last hour, Mark, the CPI came in at 3.1%. So just for reference, the, the ideal is around 2%. Well, I, I guess in a, a year over base, year over year. Okay. Yep. The target now the federal reserve target is 2%. That's their stated goal is in to keep inflation society. at 2%. Yep. On average, I don't know how they ever get back to that average when we had one year at, you know, we had a point at 9.1%. Yeah, it compounds. You know? Yeah, this is compounding. <laughs> so every, the transitory inflation, I've said this so many times now, it, we transited to that new high level and we're never coming back down. So now everything builds, even if you got back to 2% inflation, the Fed's target rate, yep. it compounds on top of the new higher rates. So, But we're not even there. We're at three point. 
1%. Uh, core inflation, which strips out food and energy because you don't need food or energy. They say it's because it's the more volatile elements. They are, uh, and that's fair. It is, but, okay, but it's still part of inflation. Yeah, that's so the core inflation rate was 3.9% year over year, also hotter than expected. I want you to think about this because I'm looking at a graph from CNBC. And the stock market didn't like this today. It was over 500 points down. It's um, now erased gains back, you know, months back. I think mm -hmm. it was to March or something like that. Um, the core inflation is now higher than the CPI. Make sure I got that right. Yeah, core inflation is now higher than CPI, which is interesting because that doesn't have food and energy. Food and uh, or energy, I should say, has been coming down. Right. It's an election year. Of course, what it's happens down. if we have something really crazy going on in the Middle East and, and um, energy prices go skyrocketing because they could easily go up to a hundred bucks a barrel? Well, the thing for is, energy real quick. When energy goes up, when when you're paying more at the pump, everything then goes up. Everything, everything has to be yeah. shipped. Yes, even if you have From an electric lumber, to your eggs to your milk yeah. to even the the fuel itself has to be shipped everything yeah. has to be shipped yeah. the the fuel has to be shipped especially a place like Flagstaff all over Arizona it's not yeah. um there's no refinery in Arizona right there's no Texas. refinery in Arizona yeah it comes from Texas comes from you know other states so all of that so here's my point if the energy prices start creeping back up which I and I had on uh, Larry Barron's last week from Power of the Future an energy expert he says I expect them to go up because the, the driving season's coming the tourist season all that starts kicking mm -hmm. in they they change um, mixtures or whatever, the way they do the for fuel the summer. For, yeah. the, for summer, summer blend, winter blend, they have all this stuff that's all going to change. And so what happens if all of a sudden that spikes and all of a sudden you have to add back in all those items and all of a sudden we're back to the four or 5% inflation rate. I think it's, and I think that's why the fed has paused here and why Powell came out on 60 minutes, uh, two weeks ago on Sunday and said, I'm not sure. I don't think we're doing rate cuts in March Yeah, because if we do rate cuts, that means we beat inflation. That's how I'm interpreting it. And that means rate cuts, it starts juicing the economy once again. Okay, so here's the thing. The powers that be are going to keep gas prices low to the best of their ability because it's Maybe. an election year. Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot to it. Saudi Arabia currently wants U.S. weapons. Uh, there's a deal to let Saudi go nuclear, both in domestic power and in weapons. Israel has been working on this with the U.S., Saudi and Israel have been talking about making right. Saudi nuclear. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. So as you cater to Saudi Arabia, they're willing to drop oil prices. Okay. Which keeps our gas prices low. Yeah. So I, there's, it's more than just I, I supply get and demand. Yeah. It's, and and so they, many. they can't really tap the strategic reserve anymore because there ain't a lot in there. No. They really. So you're right. They could do that. But every once in a while, I just want people to be prepared. The geniuses, the powers that be, miscalculate. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> then you have the black swan <laughs> event or whatever you want to call it that's usually in hindsight very predictable. And they just miscalculate and they can't get a grasp on it. Yeah. And certain things can trigger that really quickly. And I look at what's happening with the inflation still. I go to the store. I try to make a point once a week of going to the store with Angela. Yep. And I'm in shock all the time because I don't go as much as, you know, uh, the the primary shopper would go in your household, right? I mean, you're at the store every so other day. So I literally right? shopped yesterday. Okay, were and you shocked? I am not a shopper. My wife does. Yeah. <clears throat> well, my grocery cart, which was not full, was just under five hundred dollars. <sighs> and granted, I bought a few luxury items. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, that's a lot of money for a grocery cart that's not even full. Yeah, yeah. And people are facing that all the time. Yep. 
So now one more thing I want you to, to recognize is um, because of this CPI report, stock market takes a dump, the treasuries go up. And I did this math on, on, on my article up at talkwithjeff.com. The treasuries were spiking around, let's call it around 4.5% because mm-hmm. what's happening right now is people don't want to buy the, uh, the 10-year stuff. They want to stay shorter. And there's like, I heard there's 7 trillion still in treasuries coming due. A lot of it's in the 2% range. It's all going to be in the four, four and a half percent range. If, if treasuries stay at four and a half percent, the debt on on the, the interest on the national debt goes to 1.5 trillion per year, 1.5 trillion. (laughs) And it's already passed up national defense. It's now the third largest budget item. Wow. And you know, it it, it topped over a trillion dollars. It's not reflecting yet, but it's, it's going to be there, but you could quickly go to 1.5 trillion. Do you know what that would make it? Number two, it would pass up Social Security as far as the biggest, you know, the second big, biggest line item What's expense. That? That's at 4.5%. I was looking at a chart today of uh, 20 years of interest rates. 4.5% is not high. No, it's so not. We're in a hell of a, we're in a heck of a, a problem here that these politicians that can't even find Ukraine on a map Here's the saving will not recognize. Is by weakening the dollar, yeah. it actually, to some degree, helps our economy in that everybody else has destroyed their economies too. Oh, yeah. To a worse degree than we have. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so <laughs> comparatively, the dollar is really good because it the is. other countries are playing this game worse. Even worse. Yes. So, and I so guess as you make the dollar too strong, then nobody can afford to invest in America. Yeah. So it's this balancing act. But Putin made the same point you made, Jeff. And I was like, this sounds like they're reading the same book. You okay. I didn't, I didn't watch the whole interview yet. I watched the history part. You'll the be first like, half you're going to be like, I said that first. Oh, wow. And what okay. Putin said was, the U.S. currency is the reserve currency. Yes, it is. And because the government is weaponizing it, the world is moving away from it. It is. And that's it exactly is. what Putin said. You yeah. said it and Putin said it. It's like as we, we put sanctions on this country, that country, the other country, you're weaponizing the dollar. And people are going to, you know, the whole BRICS thing, they're, they're looking for another currency. They are. And it's not happening tomorrow. But it might be happening in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. I mean, yep. it's something that your kid's lifetime, maybe even your lifetime, this is going to have to be dealt well, with. If we remember when the uh, war with Ukraine broke out, you know, we put sanctions on Russia to hurt Russia. And Putin said, fine, we're going to make Europeans pay for the natural gas in rubles, in Russian rubles. Yeah. And he said, now we're prospering. They're making tons of money because they're forcing the Europeans to pay for the Russian natural gas in their own Russian currency yeah. instead of dollars. And everybody said that was going to be the end of Russia at that point. That was shortly after they said prospering Russia. Yeah. That shortly after the propaganda said Putin was dead. I'm not a Putin fan here or anything. No. I'm just, let's just look at history. Putin was dead from cancer in, in you know, two years ago, right. according to them, the Russian economy is going to collapse because they decided that McDonald's closed the store in Moscow. Right. And, right. and because <laughs> the ruble was destroyed and then it spiked up after that because they have a ton of natural resources. Yes. You know, we need to, we need to think a little longer than, than 48 seconds like Joe Biden. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Need to get your heater fix. Call Gettles High Desert Mechanical. This is uh, the company that Angela and I use to make, make sure that our HVAC system stays up and running and is safe. We get our annual inspection as well. Uh, that thing's out. It's still cold at night, but you should be preparing for hot season here soon. It's okay. re- really red. Right Here's a quick story. Okay. I, I heard some funny noises from my HVAC unit. Uh-oh. You know, and it's 20 some years old. Yeah. Got up in the attic and it's, it's kind of coming apart. The ducks are coming <laughs> apart from the, uh, the plenum. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt all the yeah. pressure over the years. Yeah. And it all needs to be reattached and sealed up. I've been heating my attic. Oh, good, good. Awesome. That's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, this is why you need a checkup. This is why you need a checkup. Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928-567-2200, 928-567-2200, or go to Gettles, G-O-E-T-T-L-S, GettlesHDM.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Save some money by not buying a new, a brand new expensive smartphone. Help the environment as well. Go to Just Wireless right there on Milton Avenue in West Flagstaff. Great line of refurbished smartphones. They can also fix your existing smartphone, crack screens, charging ports, batteries, you name it. Stop on by Just Wireless and get more information at JustWirelessAZ.com. As a reminder, we had an interview with uh, C.C. Stanton from Flagstaff Christian School, Flagstaff Christian School. Um, last hour. And you can, of course, listen back to that on the podcast. But I also have up at talkwithjeff.com. They're, they're hosting a, a gala and um, was a silent auction. Silent auction on February 24th. Yeah, a bunch of stuff up there. I know even like Rob at Timberline has a package that's in there. Oh, nice. So they're starting to build up those packages. So if you want to support a, an alternative to the government-run schools... Flagstaff Christian Schools, great school. That's where my kids go. Mark's got one there, the second one on the way next up year. soon. Yeah, yep. and um, full, yeah, full disclosure. I mean, we've got kids there, but they were trying to build a new school, so they're raising money. So that's what this gal is gal is about. It won't benefit our kids. May, maybe, it might, maybe use high school. Yeah, but this is gonna. This your is, kids are on. The, your, yeah, are ten ten million. $20 million. I mean, they've raised a lot of money already. They said they had like 800 grand something for the year. Yep. And they're trying to get up to a million or something. So uh, if, if you're tired of the government run schools and you can step up in situations like this and it fits your values, I think it fits a lot of folks' values out there. Yep. So good. It's, yeah, it's been a great school. Dinner, do the silent auction. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, help them raise some money. Yeah. You know, currently they're in three different schools. Yeah. It's I mean, uh, three different uh, campuses, which are actually churches. Yeah. And, uh, Having a private school in a church is a great idea if one church can handle all the students. But Flagstaff churches are small. No, no one building can handle it's, them all. It's not like that one in Texas where there's that, in, you know, it's not like the huge mega church. Right. <laughs> These are smaller schools, yeah. So uh, small, yeah, small buildings. So they, they do need a good campus. You know, it'd be nice for the uh, FUSD to like cough up one of their campuses that they're not using because their enrollment is so far down. Yeah, it's just sitting there. It's like, yeah, just, but that's, it's competition. They're in, you know? And then, you know, <laughs> going back to that just a little bit, we talk about the school budget, you know, it's 14000 the public school budget per student, about $14,000. But that doesn't include all the special bonds they've had over the years and the special taxing districts they've mm-hmm. had to build a school build or do this. this. Yep. And now they have a school that they've owned based on pure, previous years. And you don't even factor that into the cost this year of, of educating the student. Yeah, they don't have a mortgage on it. Right. Right. I mean, Flagstaff Christian School, for example, I would imagine is paying a lease. They're leasing to the churches. three different buildings. Yeah. So there's those operation costs. So yeah, it, I, my hope is enough people 
leave the public schools that they will have too many buildings yep. and we'll have to sell it to the other. It doesn't even have to be a Christian school. This happens to be Flagstaff Christian school. Yep. It could be, you know, Joe's school that teaches you how to, you know, fix cars and that's our, spe- you know, it could be all <laughs> kinds of, I don't know why I picked that, but that's my hope for education is we get more into different specialized fields and okay. Public school's right for me. It's, it's more of your liberal arts rounded thing where you're going to get a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but no, I, I really want to go to this school that teaches you how to build homes. Homes and they have other education factors right. as well, but that's that's where I'd like to see education going. Yeah, you know, away from this, this this public school would be so great. We live we back up to the public school. My daughter could walk there, yeah. but it is so woke, quote yeah. unquote. It's so bad that you like, drive. I want town. you. To, I want you to teach her to read, to write, to teach true American history. Yeah, <laughs> teach her some mathematics, but they won't. They're no, nope, they do woke. a terrible job at that, and they spend all their time DEI woke. And yeah, it's all that garbage. Ridiculous. All right, let's uh, let's get into a few more things here. When we come back, I want to hear about Mark's uh, saga with the city. This is, this one's interesting. Uh, if you got comments, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't forget about my good friends at the Blind Brothers. You need new blinds, shutters, or shades? Give them a call right now. They'll hook you up. Uh, Central Arizona, Northern Arizona. They did an awesome job for Angela, me and Angela. Uh, all new blinds. Nine two eight six three four twenty four twenty three. Nine two eight six three four 2423 or go to the blindbrothers.com. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe, look up the Jeff Orvitz show also on video rumble, follow us there and on YouTube subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. I do have a question for you, Mark. Mark Howitz here with me. Uh, comments, welcome. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Last hour, we did tell you about the elections change that the legislature put in effect and the um, governor signed this changing the election date. Uh, so be aware of that. Changing the registration, the, you know, the time you can mm-hmm. actually register has been moved up a bit. Did not change the presidential, what do they call it, preference? Preference election. Preference yeah. election, which is going to be, that's coming up. March 19th. Yeah, I'll be gone. You might be on deck. Might be. Because I got that trip coming up where we're going to go over and see um, see Isabel. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but they did change it. Instead of August 6th, we're going to have a primary on July 30th. So change it from Ju- August 6th to July 30th. Uh, the voting registration deadline is changing to July 1st, and the ballots will be mailed out by July 3rd. Plus, the elections offices will have to stay open through the weekend to accommodate people that have voting problems. Yeah, there's been signatures. a lot of issues with verifying signatures on the uh, mail-in ballots. So okay. it's, it's an attempt to resolve that. It'll probably get a little bit better. Okay. And there'll probably be some more bills in the future to fix it even more. You know, I don't know why we have a presidential primary is what it is here on March 19th. And then all the other primaries are in... August, right? And it's, it's because of the conventions and whatnot, but it's a little silly. Like, oh, you mean our state primaries? Our state primaries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In August, well, July 30th now. Yeah. Can't we just figure out a system? Do it at the same time. To do it all at the same time. Yeah. Do it all in March or you know, whatever. You know, I, I sent you an email about um, Nikki Haley and Nevada. 
You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked about this. So Nevada's got this it. screwy I, system where they um, they have a primary on Tuesday and a caucus on Thursday. Yeah. And, yeah. and Nikki Haley lost to none of the above. None of the above. <laughs> she came in second. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can't believe she's still in this I state. actually like, I wish Arizona had that where you had a none of the above box on the that primary. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. I think we should have that like on the, just the general election too. Yes. Like it would and be you nice have to have a majority or you don't get the off. We just start all over with the vote again. Yeah. 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 But even if you didn't have that majority, because none of the above obviously couldn't take office, although they, none of the above would probably do better than most politicians. <laughs> but wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a signal that how frustrated Americans are if someone became president and they actually were like in second place to none of the above? Yeah. Right. Well, or we, Senate we got nothing, nothing above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing above on, in, in this case. But I, I was thinking about this because this Senator Wendy Rogers was um, really pushed on this. It was, um, you know, she was integral to getting this thing passed and some election in 2026, uh, the early ballots, which 85% of Arizonans now get, you will be able to go in 2026 to your polling location and bring your early ballot and get in the line as if you were a same day voter. Mm -hmm. And you will be able to do the signature verification right there and you'll be able to tabulate it and run it through like they do the other ballots now. Which so they'll actually save a lot of time. It'll save, now maybe there'll in be theory. a longer line, but it'll stop from them all because right now they're just all collected. After 7 p.m. when the polls close, they eventually get them all boxed up and drive them, hopefully with more than one person, to the central location mm -hmm. to be tabulated. And then we're waiting days. Yep. This will. This is a good move by Senator Rogers to get this thing uh, run through right at the polling place and treat it like you're just a same-day poll. I would say to you, why don't we just go back to voting on one day? Let's make it a Saturday and even the whole weekend. Let's a holiday? Vote. Just make it yeah. a holiday? Whatever, yeah. Or just say, we're voting. The election's Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. You know, when people like aren't working and stuff. Yep. And we're going to go vote. And by Sunday night, we're going to have a winner. <laughs> Done. No <laughs> yeah. mail-in, no this and that, except for overseas military extreme situations, you know, yep. where we want to make sure they get their vote in. You know, well, let's do that. That ain't going to happen. But maybe this will help, Mark. Yeah, maybe this will help. I really do wish we'd switch to a system where you have to get over 50%. <laughs> yeah. You know, if yeah. there's three candidates and each one gets 30%, all right, now there's going to be a runoff between the top two until you get somebody that Well, you're talking, it's, they are pushing that. That's called the um, um, top. Well, there's the... Uh, They've been pushing this, which ranked, I don't rank choice voting, which I don't think is a good thing because then fourth choice wins because they somehow pop up all the time. Right. I, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. But OK, if 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 the two top candidates didn't get 50 percent, there is states and Georgia had to do that last election mm. on the Senate race, I believe. Well, and it's a way to get rid of all this primary problems. And if you look at, uh, you know, the whole Gavin Newsom recall, remember that? Mm -hmm. And they had he had to get reelected and you had, I don't know, a dozen people or how many it was get on the ballot and he, he got the most, but uh, why not just eliminate the primaries? Just say, all right, we're going to have the, the ballot open. We're going to have a 20 candidates on there. We're going to take the top two from there. And then something, gonna something could go wrong with that. I, I sense, sure there I is. sense a problem with that. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, but my, my antennae trouble antennae going up on that. One I'm mark. just tired of all these. I mean, we, we just had an election know, in, Flagstaff. It in November. It's just constant. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the, on the, on the, the, with 20 the charter items. amendments. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this election changed though. You really, most people didn't even know about it, that it was happening. And if you wanted to comment on it, you would probably have to contact your representative or, um, sign up for their request to speak, request to speak. Unless apparently what you on earth is, if you live in rural Arizona, good luck. 
Yeah, so I actually found this out years ago when I worked at the legislature, and Bob Thorpe was telling me he thought they fixed it. Well, it, it turned out they haven't fixed it yet. Oh, Bob. So, Bob, <laughs> fact check, I fact checked you, Bob. Um, he was, and I was hoping they had fixed it too, but you can go online and register yourself, request to speak. Okay. But you can't actually request to speak or put in a comment at a bill until you drive down to Phoenix, go into the Capitol, into the lobby, go on their kiosk, log in there, Log out, drive back home to Flagstaff, and then you can do everything. So you got to go basically spend a whole day. Drive to 300 mile round trip. Just to do that in this era of internet. Why should I have to log into your computer at yeah. the Capitol? I can log in at my house. That's weird. Why did, did you go to their site and that was the... Yeah, so I, I knew this from working down there because I used to register yeah. myself okay. um, when to I was speak. down there to speak. And... Uh, but now, so I was thinking, maybe they fix this. Nope, they haven't fixed this. You know what I had also heard, and I don't know if this is still the case, it was several election cycles back, was that for the statewide offices, so for like um, attorney general, um, treasurer, governor, you know, those- State mine. Mine, inspector, inspector. corporation, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, that you had to live, you, if you're elected, you have to live in Maricopa County. That you had your primary oh. residence wound up, you have to go down, you have to be living down there. I don't know if that's still the case, hmm. but it was at some point. That sounds about right, though. It sounds about right. <laughs> if that's the case. I, I hope it's not still. And if somebody knows differently, and, and if, Bob, if you're listening, we've already put you on the spot once. Um, that, that to me, would be really frustrating because, it's it, yeah. again, it cuts out rural areas. It does. But we're really cut out anyway. I mean, I told you I, I drove over to um, Laughlin and through Kingman. Roads are destroyed over there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a just, disaster. It's, do you think they ever drive? They don't never drive that. We call this the state of Maricopa because yeah. most people and most of the districts are in Maricopa County. Yeah. That's, in and around, and a few in Tucson. You know, the, there's a few districts in northern Arizona that span most of the state between the three or four districts up in this, this part of the country. Even my district and your district as well, uh, LD. I'm in seven. Seven. Yeah, thank you. LD7, which Senator Rogers is currently in, and so is um, David Cook. Representative Cook and Representative Marshall. Yep. Those districts, that district now touches Maricopa County. Yep. It's uh, It goes into, um, what's it called there? San, well, the San Carlos Apache Tribe. It and goes, then what's the city out, so the little town, so not surprise, um, there's one to the east of, of Phoenix area. Uh, it's Apache Junction. Apache Junction, yep. thank you. Which was typically used to be more of a rural area, but now it's become another bedroom community yep. of Phoenix. And it it's is. all filling in. It's just one continuous metropolis down there. So even our rural district now has influence of Maricopa County. Yep. You can't get away from it. So we are actually going down to Apache Junction this weekend. My, oh, yeah. my wife's running the marathon down there. Oh, good, good. Lost Dutchman. I don't think I've ever been there. Driven by it. It's going to be, you know, it's almost three hour drive because you got to go yeah. down to Phoenix and then head east. Yeah. And then we're going to be right on another border of our district. I could drive right into District 7 from yeah. there. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. It's crazy. So it's it's too big, but that's the way it's landed. And, and ha you know, take that ride, take the beeline back up through um, Payson. That's a that's a nice drive. If Lake Mary Road is open. Remember, they closed it for the snow. Yeah, they closed it. <laughs> they, they're doing that all the time now where it's like, close it up, close it up. That's, this is another thing that made me mad. I've, I've been on a sore spot with the city. But yeah, the, what's, what's going on real quick with that? You sent them a letter, a strongly so, worded letter. We had, we put our trash out on Thursdays. That's our trash day. Everybody's okay. got their trash day. And the, uh, you know, it's Super Bowl weekend coming up and the trash is getting fuller and fuller and the trash truck hasn't showed up and it's yeah. Friday and it's Saturday. And, and then you got your big party and you got your Taylor Swift gathering. Yeah. And stuff, you know, we so all, like, I had yeah. hundreds of people at my house just to see Taylor <laughs> Swift and uh, no, not really. But, uh, you know, the Ravens start picking into the trash cans cause they're all full and because they didn't get to the Super Bowl. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Because I didn't get to the Super okay, Bowl go ahead. cookies. Uh, <laughs> so again, I write the council. I write the different departments. I call people. I call it and write everybody I can think that would answer my question. Finally, some of the sanitation guys got back to me and said, you know, we couldn't get through because the streets aren't plowed. Mm, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, sense. okay, the storm ended, you know. A week ago? Yeah. Well, Friday, not quite, three, but you know, still, Before the okay. weekend. Yeah. And, uh. We still do not have proper plowing in University Heights, and you don't on your street over in. No, no, you got to pop in four wheel drive to get in my street. I drove my four wheel drive truck up here, and yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm two miles from the Walmart. You <laughs> should put be. a lift kit in on, on your mini. <laughs> I drove it back, and I was like, that was a mistake. It was bottoming out. So, you, okay, so you sent them a strongly worded. You asked them what? What the heck? What the heck? You know, yeah, and I, get, I'm, I am not here to disrespect the plow guys. Those guys work. Those guys night. are working. Yeah, no, it's not putting that. in tons of hours. The street guys work hard. No, most of the stuff is a management issue. It's you a management mark, issue yeah. and a budget issue. And the city is so just twisted on wanting to spend money on sustainability. Can, can I read your quote? On art. Yes, please. This? Okay. He wrote this and he kind of long, he went on for a while. Mark did, of course, with the response, but the ending is, is, is great quote. I, this is Mark Howitt wrote this back to the city. I also understand that the mayor and council have created a quote unquote sustainability division comprised of 11 employees and about 5% of the city budget. Maybe those sustainability employees could be trained to drive or maintain the heavy equipment that the city owns so that we can have safe streets again. <laughs> it's, and you know, you think about it. Uh, and you, you cc'd the council. I, I cc'd the council yeah. for sure. Yeah. But you think about like if someone needs an ambulance oh, and yeah. the University Heights intersections are still blocked with snow, yeah. you cannot make a turn left or right. You call the ambulance to the house. How are they going to get there? Yeah, you can't get there. How's the fire trucks going to get there when your house is burning down? I've also noticed the hills, you just slide into, there's no, they used to cinder those. Right. And look, look, I'm a, I, if you're not charging me a bunch of taxes, okay, let's talk. We opened up with this earlier in, yep. the, in the program. We were like, I will literally plow my street if I had to. My neighbor literally got out his machinery yeah. and cleared our street. Yeah. And I, I cleared paid, the front of my street. Yeah. I filled his diesel up for him. I was like, I'll buy your diesel. Yeah. So city of Flagstaff, you owe me diesel. You owe, you owe me, me machinery. Diesel. You owe me diesel too. Cause I've, I've plowed our street. I mean, it's like, that's fine, but we're getting charged like crazy. Your bed budgets doubled. When I moved here in 97, our sales tax was 1%. Yeah. It's over 2% now. Yeah. So they doubled the I rate. Know. Everything's doubled. And if you're going to give 5% of the city's general fund budget to the sustainability department to sit there and think up stupid crap, you need to reevaluate. Yes. Plow the streets because there's the safety concerns there. If you're broke, okay, tell us you're broke and we'll get out there and shovel the streets if we have to, right? Yep. But you, obviously you're not broke. You're taking too much money. 5% of the city's general fund going to the sustainability department. Me and Mark did, a, or, or, or me and Rob Wilson did a, a PowerPoint yesterday of their 2030 plan for all the electric vehicles, the electric vehicles. These people live in a fantasy world. Sustainability department used to be one girl hawking rain barrels yes. when I was down there. Now it's 11 people thinking. <laughs> up stuff and our streets can't get plus it. volunteers yeah plus volunteers and 10 million dollars a year uh, where would that go as far as you know repairing our streets making sure our sewers are running good fixing the potholes fixing the potholes plowing the streets so that way if you call an ambulance you, you don't die because yes. they can't get over the berm right poorly run it's it's poorly run. run and flagstaff you voted for these people. You voted for these people and their budget's coming up. Don't give them 10 million bucks because they're just going to waste it and come up with stupid stuff. That's you know, all they're doing. At, Carbon sequestration. Well, our other listeners, Prescott, Prescott Valley, yeah. Cottonwood, Sedona, yep. even Sedona with all their alien 
vortex craziness. They're, <laughs> they're better. They <laughs> are so much better off. They've literally the got lizard people, aliens running the city, and, and I'm just better kidding. off. <laughs> better off. By the way, I, I do have to spend some time soon on Prescott. I know you've got drama going on down there with the mayor recall, and then a group, and then another person running for mayor. So I'll work on trying to get the current mayor who's been on before, and the person who is uh, expected to run in the recall challenge if it happens if they get the signatures by by March. So haven't forgotten about you. Just trying to line up those interviews. All right, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, call Diamond Auto Glass because hey, you're probably gonna get a rock chip because you know, look at the roads, right? You're probably gonna get a chunk ice of pavement, <laughs> an ice chip, and you're yeah. Uh, and, and again, thank you to the the, the hardworking plow drivers and stuff, and, yes. and the people who are doing that. You guys are awesome. Uh, the management, oof, you guys need to figure some stuff out like like fast. Anyway, Diamond Auto Glass, they can help you out. Get that rock ship reca- repaired um, so it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield. Get your whole new windshield, too, in case the city streets comes off and, you know, through it. They can't fix that. Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show Did you even watch the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had family in town. They watched it, but no, I, I... You're good. I'm more... I enjoy the outdoors. I came up here not to watch sports and sit on the couch. I came up here to enjoy the mountains, skiing, being outside, sledding with the kids. You been up skiing uh, Snow Bowl this yeah. year? Yeah, I've got, I'm going to go with the um, with um, Owen's class. And like they delayed it because we we're getting dumped on that day. Right. Yeah, I, they got like five feet. I they got a lot of snow. Yeah, there. so I'm, I think next week it might be next week. I go. I hope it's midweek because the weekends. No, when busy. It's, they usually do this, and snowball's really great because they do the. Um, is it sixth and fifth and sixth, something like that? Since you know the, the mm. middle school kids or whatever. Yeah. Like all the area schools, they go up there and they, they include the, the those tickets, the the, the the rentals and all that. So oh, nice. it's, it's really cool. So I'm going to go up there and be a, a chaperone and do my annual ski. I used to ski all the time, but I usually go once a year now. Yeah, I so, love it. I, yeah, it's, it's something good. I came up here to do. Yeah, so there you go. Get out there and enjoy it all. If you can get out of your house because they still haven't plowed most of the streets. <laughs> all right, Mark, we'll see you soon. Take care. Thanks, and I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those in. Still to come this week, I do have Sheriff Jim Driscoll, so that'll be a good interview there. I hope you all have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon.
Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orr Show. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered.